I'm a covenant Living in the riches of my Lord and King, I'm a covenant man. Committed to Him in everything I do believe He'll come again. And I know one thing I'm gonna do till then is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham. The Lord told me how He wants me to be, to abide in Him and His Word in me. Anything I ask Him. Hello everyone, my name is Ryan Weeder, and uh, today I'm going to be speaking with you about a topic uh, kind of close to my heart and something that I didn't really understand totally for, uh, for uh, well, quite a, quite a bit of my Christian life to be honest. Um, this is going to be meditation. Now, meditation is, is so close to my heart because you hear it everywhere, you know, you hear every minister talk about it. you need to be meditating on the word, meditate on this, meditate on that, and you hear it all over the place you hear it used but it's become so used that it's almost become like a Christianese term so to speak and then you know you can hear it and for me this was exactly the case in that you can hear to meditate on the word but it doesn't really mean anything it doesn't really mean a whole lot because it's it's Christianese it's another language <laughs> and I was I was born and raised in the church and and it was just it was just part of my daily life, you know, being almost daily, being told, you got to meditate on the Word. You will, if you want to know what that means, meditate on the Word. And it actually kind of leads me to uh, the first benefit of meditation is that it reveals things in the Word to you. If, you. if you've ever come across a scripture, and I'm sure that you have, where you just weren't quite sure what it meant, and you were just like, man, God, God, could you tell me what that is? God, please just reveal this to me. Well... Meditation is the trick, well, not trick, but the key. <laughs> it is the key to, to doing that, and it has revealed so many things in the Word to me. Um, and I'm going to uh, explain a little bit more about that particular process and, the, and, and, um, and kind of uh, a, a real-life example and a testimony of mine in meditation. Now, like I said, I was born and raised in the church, and I had heard to meditate on the Word all my life. And I just wasn't sure what it meant until God revealed it to me. And I'll show you uh, the verses that he used to, to speak to me. But I found out that I had been doing it forever, for my entire life. It was actually one of the very first things I had ever done as a Christian, at least that I remember. <laughs> um, but I want to start off with the scripture, the scripture that God took me to immediately when I asked him to, to speak to me about meditation and what it meant to meditate. Um, and he took me to Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. It says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, and now that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. And that's the, that, that's the verse that is always shown always brought up when when uh, there's a teaching or, or a, a sermon on meditation you know it's just this one uh, you know you gotta med meditate on this word day and night meditate on this word day and night well that's great but what does it mean to meditate so um you know i, I had always heard that meditation the 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 word meditate here in the bible means to murmur or to mutter 
and um, and I had always I had always known that I always had the head knowledge, but as I was reading this, it kind of came alive on the inside of me on my spirit, man. And I realized that this verse alone actually explains that. It says, "This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth." You speaking it. <laughs> you need to be speaking this, not just not just like letting it pass in one ear and out the other. Speak it. Speak it into yourself. Let it get down in your heart. And that is what meditation is. And it continues on to, to say some of the benefits. That, um, that thou mayest observe and do. You know, we always hear that we need to be doers of the word, not just hearers only. Meditation is one of the ways to do that. that um, For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. And meditating on the word has physical value to it you know it's not something just to build up your spirit man but it makes a way in this natural world it makes your way prosperous it makes your way successful this word is life you know the the bible says jesus came to give life and life more abundantly god you know jesus is the word made flesh the word brings that life and life more abundantly, but you need to get in it. You need to get it on the inside of you. And meditation is how you do that. It's it's it, Like I said, it's not just reading it and letting it go in one ear and out the other. But you read it, you speak it over yourself, you speak it into yourself until you get that revelation. And I don't want, I don't want you to, to, to misunderstand me. It's not just a vain repetition. You're not just speaking it over and over. You're not just reading a verse to read a verse. Jesus actually taught against that. He says, do not speak or do not pray in vain repetitions. We need to be speaking this with meaning, with purpose. I heard it, I heard it explained one time and that faith is not a shotgun or, or a scatter shot. It's a, it's a rifle. It is precision. You need to, to speak this word over yourself with a purpose. If that purpose is to get some deeper meaning out of a verse, you read it with the intention to get that deeper meaning. If you're reading this to, to receive uh, a breakthrough in your life, to, to, to get a scripture to stand on for something, and I'll give you an example of that in my testimony here shortly, but then you read it with that intention. You set your faith, you set yourself, purpose yourself to do just that. That is meditation. It's not just reading your Bible one chapter a day, sticking with your church's uh, yearly reading plan. That's great. And it's, it's it helped multiple people. Just, just I, would, I would go so far as to say millions of people get in their Bible and see things and allow God to speak into their lives. It's a wonderful thing. But don't read the word just because, oh, you know, the little bookmark says I have to read John chapter 2 and 3 today. Read the word to get something out of it. Speak it over yourself. Speak it into yourself. Words have power. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. You need to read the word. Speak it. Speak this life, this life more abundantly into your life. You know, I, I, I wanted to, to give you kind of an example, a physical example here. Um, the, and I, w- I was telling you that I found out that it was actually one of the very first things I had ever done when I was a, when I was a Christian, when I was a, a young Christian. Um, and I, 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 when I was real little, I was scared of the dark. I'm sure most of us were scared of the dark at some point in our lives. But um, 
you know, I, I went to my parents about it. I said, Mom, Dad, I'm, I'm scared of the dark. And I had a little cowboy nightlight. I can still picture it. It has a little cowboy with his horse on it. And, and I, I really enjoyed it. And, it, you know, it helped me. It helped me. But I, I, I decided, you know, I, I'm, I was getting four years old, man. I had that one hair on my chest that I was imagining to be there. <laughs> but I was, I was getting grown. You know, I was four or five years old at this point. It, it's about time I shouldn't be scared of the dark anymore. So I told my parents about it. I said, Mom, Dad, I'm, I'm scared of the dark. I, I need some help here. And, you know, I was four or five. Probably didn't say it that elegantly. But that was, that was what I told them. And they said, well, find a scripture. Stand on it. Read it. And you know what to do. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, you do get a scripture. Do stand on it. So what I found here was 2 Timothy 1.7. It says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That was the scripture I had. And I had a little Bible about this size, maybe a little bit smaller. I think it was just the New Testament. But I had it right on my nightstand. And every night before I went to bed, I would open it up and I would say, God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Close it. And I would say it to myself. I'd say, God hasn't given me a spirit of fear. I have power. I have a sound mind. I don't have fear. That's not from God. And I would speak it over myself. But I wasn't saying it just to say it. I wasn't. I was saying it with purpose. I needed this breakthrough in my life. I knew that this fear, not this fear, but fear was not of God, but this word was power, love, a sound mind. Those were from God, and I knew I needed that in my life. So I would read that scripture before I went to bed every night. I would put it down and say, God, you haven't given me a spirit of fear. And I'd roll over and go to sleep, turn that nightlight off. Not, didn't happen every night. <laughs> so there were some nights that I turned that nightlight back on. <laughs> I, I did. Um, but I continued standing on it. I would wake up, reach over, grab the Bible, read that for myself through the day. I would speak it over myself off and on through the day. That's what I would do. That was my meditation on the Word. That's as simple as it is. And in in my mind, it must have been a a year or two later. It might have just been a few months. But I realized I was going to sleep every night without that nightlight and without reading the verse to myself every day. It had become revelation knowledge on the inside of my heart. I had received that breakthrough. The meditation did exactly what it said it would do. I had that life and life more abundantly. It wasn't just a a life where at 20 years old I'm going to bed with all the lights on the house on. I am fear free. I have that breakthrough. I have that revelation knowledge on the inside of my heart that I don't need to be afraid. Fear is not from God. On the inside of me is God. On the inside of me is this word. And I meditated on that day and night. I spoke it over myself. And that's my own personal testimony about it. But there are plenty of testimonies. Another one. Um, this is this is uh, something God kind of showed me about how, um, you know, God wants to make scriptures come alive on the inside of us. I was reading through, uh, let's see, this uh, Ephesians. I was reading through the book of Ephesians on a, a bit of a vacation with my family. And I got to Ephesians three seventeen through 20 about how much God loves us. And I had my parallel version, King James and Amplified. And I read it through the King James and I kind of sat there and looked at it. I was like, no, there's something more there. I need, to, I need to read that again. I read it again and I read it again. Then I read it again, speaking it, murmuring it, just kind of mumbling to myself. Then I read it again. Then I went over to the Amplified. 
did that and I was like, God, what do you want to show me here? Show me what you want me to see. And I read over it a few more times and I was speaking it. I put my faith on getting what God wanted me to get out of that verse. And all of a sudden, that was it. The light bulb came up. Boop. <laughs> I jumped up from the couch. And I was, oh, God, you love me. God, you love me. And he, he does. He loves you too. But it just, I, you know, I had always known God loved me. As every Christian knows he loves us. But it really came alive on the inside of me because of meditation. I had meditated on that word. I knew there was something in that verse God wanted to show me, and I just needed to meditate on it. And I did, and I, I was jumping up and down. My, my parents and sister were asleep in, the, in rooms on the opposite sides of me, so I had to make sure I wasn't yelling and screaming because I was that excited about it. I started jumping up and down, laughing. I just started going, God, you love me. You love me. And I, I was ecstatic. And to this day, that, that, single, that single passage of Scripture, that single revelation to me and into my heart through meditation has changed my life and really getting an understanding of the word and the word and how to meditate on the word how to get something out of the word how to make it a center point in your life a focus in your life has just transformed it transformed it it really has just turned my life around. And to this day, I am closer with God than ever before. I enjoy getting in this Word and learn something, learning something new from, from God Himself every day. I mean, even just, even just now speaking about the Word, about meditation to you, new things are, are coming up on the inside of me. I, I, can, I can feel them coming up on the inside of me. I'm thinking of them. God's bringing things to my remembrance. God's bringing things... God's bringing things that he wants to teach to me just as I'm talking about it just as I'm speaking it to you it is a powerful powerful tool in the Christian arsenal and I want to encourage you to just use it more use it just as much as God wants you to use it which is all the time day and night you need to be using this in your life it really is just transformative it is such a powerful weapon to build up our spirit man and to use against the, the enemy. So I want to leave you today by encouraging you, get in the Word, meditate on it, set your faith specifically on getting something from it. And I guarantee you, you'll see things start to change in your life. You have a, a blessed day.